Thank you for joining us for today's Pulpit Hour, a message from God's Word brought to you by The Preaching Channel. To listen to this message in its entirety again, to download it or to choose from a variety of other messages, or to listen to preaching 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, log on to WGCRpreaching.net. Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 9 and verse number 10. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Being correctly read, Proverbs 3. Verse 9 and verse number 10. Folk, I want you to pray for us tonight. That God would help us. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you, God, for the privilege it is to talk. When I think about, Lord, what the Bible says, the psalmist said, I believe it is, Lord, about that I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And Lord, the older I get, the more I understand how magnificent the human anatomy is. And I thank you for that. Thank you, God, for giving us eyes to see, ears to hear. God, thank you for letting us be able to talk, to express our feelings to others through, Lord, articulation. Thank you, God, for letting us feel. God, let me thank you for letting me feel my precious wife's hands. Thank you for letting me hold my babies and be able to feel. Thank you, God, for letting us feel the warmth of thy radiant sun. Thank you, dear God, for everything that God you've ever done. Lord, man and Lord, his wrestle and bustle and the pride of life does not take time to recognize the blessings of being alive. Now I thank you God today that we're not in the grave. Lord you said who shall praise you in the grave. And I pray for a little while tonight that you'd touch your servant. God you know my heart. You know everything about me. God I don't have to put on the show. I don't have to fake anything. Lord you know it all. You know my heart tonight. I just want to feed these people. In a way that would be pleasing to you. Now God give me that ability. And I'll thank you and praise you for what you do. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing in reverence to the reading of the King James Authorized Bible. Amen. I want to look at this scripture and just try to elaborate on verse number 9 and verse number 10 this evening. And I'm going to do my best to walk through this. You pray for me. Amen, 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 amen. Yeah, I mean, it is so hard for 23 years to preach as hard as you can to have to walk, amen. But I'm, I'm not going to complain and say I can't because I know with God all things. You can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth you, amen. amen. And, and I, I told the Lord this evening, I said, Lord, what is it 
God, what is it you're trying to teach me? God, what is it that you're wanting me to learn in this journey of life? Amen. And so I trust him tonight with everything that will be forthcoming. Amen. 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 God has rid me of any self-confidence, of any self-reliance upon what I can do. Amen. It is totally God that gets the job done. Amen. Amen. It is God that gives you thought. It's God that gives us his word. It's God that gives us a brain to comprehend. It's God that has given us a physical being to be able to do what we even do. How can man boast of anything? He can't. All he can do is give God the glory for it. Amen. I want to look at this scripture, and I want to, by the way of introduction, introduce this scripture here in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is probably an uh, out of Amen. It's one of my sixty-six most favorite books of the Bible. Amen. amen. Proverbs is Amen. 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 I feel like shouting over that, Brother Tucker. Amen. But I'm very drawn to Proverbs because I love Proverbs. I love proverbial statements. Amen. Short statements with great truths. And Proverbs is a is divine wisdom applied to earthly conditions. Amen. And that's what Proverbs are, amen, is when we apply heavenly wisdom to earthly conditions. And so this Bible is correct in everything that it says. So as we look at this, I want to break this down in verse number nine and just get right into it. The Bible says, honor the Lord with thy substance. Now, as I look at this, the first thing, you know me well enough, and, and uh, sometimes it's bothered me that I don't preach like other preachers, and I don't outline like other preachers, and I don't do things like other preachers, but I sure do do things like God puts in my heart to do. I'm, 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 I'm learning. I'm trying to comfort myself to be me and unique in your own way. Amen. And I thought about that today, and uh, may God help us just to be the preacher that defines all the words of the Bible. Amen. Amen. But the word honor, the word honor in the scripture, honor the Lord with thy substance. What a powerful statement our Bible makes to you and I. To be That word honor in the Strong's means to be heavy or that which carries great weight. And so when you say the word honor, the Lord with thy substance, it means that the honoring the God, honoring God carries great weight with it, amen. And uh, you ever heard somebody say, don't treat that lightly, amen. Don't treat life lightly. Don't treat your marriage lightly. Don't treat church lightly. Don't treat God lightly. What they're saying, Brother Jim, is that we should learn to honor God, amen. And uh, it means to be heavy or that which carries great weight, and so it should carry great weight in every born-again person, amen. It should carry great weight to honor the Lord with his substance, amen. And I believe everything that God gives us, we can honor the Lord with it, amen. If we can't honor the Lord with it, we should not have it, amen. Amen, amen. Now, no Webster said a word about the word honor. It means high estimation. It means testimony of esteem, it means an expression of respect or high estimation by words and actions. So when God said to honor the Lord with thy substance, you, most of us, we are so materialistic 
in America that when we say honor the Lord with our substance, the only thing that we consider to be substance is what's in our pocketbooks, amen. But when I think of substance, I think of more than that. I think about I've got a van out in the parking lot. That's my substance as God has given me, amen. Amen, I think about I've got a house, I've got a family, I've got children, amen. I've got a fishing pole, I've got a gun, amen. And you try to honor God with everything that you have. And you honor God with your substance. It also draws the conclusion in my mind that even my being, the substance that God gave me when there was none of us, yet God knew us. And so we're to honor God with our substance, amen. Do you agree with that? Our, who we are and what we are should carry great weight, amen, in honoring the Lord with our substance. If you could get people to honor the Lord with their life, amen, imagine what things could be like. Amen, so honor the Lord, amen, with thy substance. As I begin to think about this second part of this passage of scripture, it means with thy substance, it means when you study it in the Strong's, it means one's wealth and riches, amen. Now again, the first thing our mind does is run to our pocketbooks, amen. But it is wealth to have anything, amen, amen. And, and it is riches to have life. You are rich if you have life. You are rich if you have breath. You are rich if you have vitality in your body. You are rich. And God said, honor the Lord with thy substance, amen, with all thy substance. No Webster said thy substance is one's own goods, amen. So if you can develop a picture in your mind that every man, you take that man, you find that man, and behind that man, you find his substance, amen. You find what he is and everything that he is. It's like opening a door and everything about that man you find in that door and you find his substance and everything that he has encased in a compassed, uh, amen, place. And that's what that is. We're to honor God with every bit of our substance, amen. Now, with one's substance, amen, with one's own substance. Now, this is something I want to point out because pastor and now in my 18th year, I've noticed this, amen. Notice what the Bible says, honor the Lord with whose substance? Come on now, help me out. Thy substance, amen. Now, one thing I've learned in church, and, and it's amazing when you do anything around the church, Brother Jim, it's easy, you know this to be a fact, for everybody else to honor the Lord with the church's substance. Hello? I'm still preaching, amen. Amen. But God said, honor the Lord with thy substance, amen. In other words, we're to honor the Lord, not with the church's substance. You're not to honor the Lord. Well, I know a rich man over here, and I'll go talk to him, and we'll honor the Lord with his substance. We're to honor the Lord with our substance, amen, with what God has given us, with what God has allotted in our lives, amen. Amen, I believe that, amen. Amen, amen. I believe that that is a truth that God wants us to bear with one's own substance. Amen. I wrote this down. I want you to get what this says because this, this, this really stuck out to me today, this statement that I read from a commentator. It says, when a portion is given, the rest is sanctified. When a portion is withheld, 
God's curse is upon the whole. But I'd never thought of that. You think about people that don't want to tithe to God. They keep his 10%. They think the curse is just upon the 10%. But when they don't give to the Lord, Brother Jim, the curse is on the whole 100%. But when you give to God, amen, his 10%, amen, God sanctifies it, blesses it, if you could say, and God's blessings are on the whole 100% and your 90%, amen. So I'll say that again. When a portion is given, the rest is sanctified. When a portion is withheld, God's curse is upon the whole. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. I'm telling you something. I love it, amen. It does not bother me at all. And what I'm saying, I'm not just talking about our pocketbook, amen. If we don't give our substance to God, that means there's a curse on all of it, amen. And whether we realize it or not, listen to this preacher, amen. You do reap what you sow. And whether you realize it or not, there's always a changing of seasons. You can tithe for the first six months of your life. You can give your life to God and then quit serving God and you're gonna reap six months worth of serving God. But sooner or later where you quit serving God, you're gonna start reaping where you quit serving God and where you did what was wrong, amen. That's what happens to most people when they leave a church and they say, well, I'm getting away with it. God's not doing nothing to me. That's because you're still reaping what you sowed in the good season, amen. Brother Jim, you mark it down. There will come a time, amen, that summer will turn to fall and fall will turn to winter, amen. I promise you, sometimes we say, amen, it don't seem like something, spring's ever gonna get here, summer's ever gonna get here, but you mark it down. There's never been a day on earth that it does not come around and it does not come to pass. So what I'm saying to you, people may think they're getting away with it. This comforts me. This causes me to not to be so worried about what everybody else has done. It causes me to focus on God and serve Him because I know God's gonna take care of it, amen. And I'm not gonna quit sowing and start pouting, amen, and sulking around. I'm just gonna keep on serving God, amen. And when their harvest comes in, our harvest will come in. You cast your bread upon the waters and not many days it'll come back, amen. It amazes me, amen, amen. God will vindicate his word and God will vindicate his servant, amen. Mark it down, God will send vindication. Amen, amen. I'm telling you, we need to see God do things, but God said, honor the Lord with thy substance, amen. Can I ask you a question tonight in application? Are you honoring God with your life? Are you honoring God, amen, with your body, with your life, with your voice, with everything that you have? Are you giving God your best? My pastor used to say this. He said, God plays second fiddle to no man. God's either the first fiddle or God ain't gonna play the fiddle at all. Amen, amen. And I, I believe that, amen. God will never be what he needs to be in your life unless you put him first, Amen. Everybody wants God to be a spare tire. Everybody wants God just to be a sunny relief of a guilty conscience, but he's much more than that. Amen. You just don't have to wait till Sunday morning and experience God. You can experience God at the house, amen. You can experience God at the car. You can experience God in your marriage. 
You can experience God with your children. What I'm saying tonight is in giving God our best, amen. I personally believe that's why our churches are in the shape we're in. That's why Emmanuel Baptist Church is in the shape he's in. I'm, I'm preaching right because a majority of us don't give God our best. We give him our second best. The world gets our best. The world gets our best time. The world gets our best money. The world gets our best effort. Amen. We give God our second best. Amen. 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 Lord, amen. Sometimes, amen, I get under conviction getting up to go deer hunting before daylight. And God says, would you do this for me? Would you get up before daylight to spend time with me? Amen. It's, and God has really dealt my heart about this, giving God our best. Amen. Now notice the second brother. Honor the Lord with thy substance. Do you honor the Lord with your substance? Everything that you have? Amen. Amen. Then the second thing is, look what he says, and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Amen. The first fruits of all thine increase. Great principle taught here. Now listen to this preacher. Amen. First fruits. And that word first means they're preceding all others in time. In other words, in the process of time, when you get the first fruits, it means that you've got the fruits that come off first. Amen. You got what come off the assembly line. You got what come off the press. You got the first ones, amen. Amen. So it means preceding all others in time. Number two, it means preceding all others in numbers, amen. If you're gonna put God first, amen, listen to the preacher. I wanna thrust here, but I can't do it. I just have to rely upon God to give the thrust tonight. And I believe that's one of the lessons God's trying to teach me. Amen. I believe that humbly. You cannot rely, precede all others in numbers. Amen. God can't be second. Amen. Amen. You say, when I get up in the morning, I got to do this and do this, and then I will put God. No. God must proceed to be first. For God to have the best, he must come first. He must be first in everything, amen. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be all these things shall be added unto thee. Amen. You must put God first. Amen. I'm gonna be truthful with you. I don't even like to talk until I've first went to my study and spent time in my Bible and spent time with God. I don't like to talk, amen, because God has to be first in our life, amen. What about it? Giving God our best. He must proceed in time. He must proceed in numerical numbers. He must proceed in rank. For God to get the best, he must be rank the very best, amen. Amen, amen. I'm telling you, amen, I'm just preaching like I see it. Amen, it's amazing that if we want something, we get it because we put ourselves first and we give ourselves the very best, amen. But I would rather us have a mentality, amen, to put us second and put God first, amen. God is first, amen. 
But I'm telling you, most of most folk don't practice this principle of putting God first. Amen. You say, well, I'm going here to eat tonight. What if God don't want you to go eat there tonight? What if God says go here? I'm putting God first, not me. It's a mentality that we've developed, amen, that it is life is nothing more than about me and putting me first. But for God to be first, he must precede all others in rank. God is to be ranked first, amen. Amen. Before anything else, there must be God, amen. Before anything else, Matthew chapter 6, verse number 33, amen. Thought I had these marked, amen. Matthew 6, 33 in our King James Bible, amen. Y'all just bear with me, amen. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, amen. And all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So the first fruits. The first fruits means that you give God the best of your time. First fruits means that you give God is always number one in your life. Number three, for the first fruits means that God always ranks first in your life. There's a lot of people, Brother Trivet, I love my wife and I love my family, but I cannot put them before God. See, God's so got this thing set up that if I put him first, they'll never be neglected. You must put God first, amen. Amen, amen. I believe that with all my heart, amen. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of thine increase. Notice, what would the first fruits be? They would be, as I was praying today and the Lord to give me this thought here on this part, the first fruits would be the very best fruits. As you think about that, giving God our very best. But the Joel, the majority of our Christian lives have been good giving God our spare time. We've given God what's left over. Brother Jim, the majority of folk don't know nothing about sacrificial giving, nor do they know anything about sacrificial living. Because we esteem ourselves higher than we do God. And we always make sure we're covered and our needs are taken care of first before we make sure the needs, amen, of God. And, and understand what I'm saying. I know God don't need nothing, but the work of God and the needs of the work of God are taken care of first, amen. Amen. Do you agree with that? Listen to the preacher now. Amen. Amen. Giving God. <clears throat> amen. Given God our very best. Your very best. Brother TJ, use this analysis. What if everybody come in here Sunday or Friday night and everybody give God their very best in reading their Bible between now and Friday? 
and everybody in here give God their very best in spending time in prayer. And everybody did their very best to be in the prayer room and pray. Brother Jim, everybody got in the choir and they give God their very best. And then they sit in the pew and listen to the preaching and they give God their very best. Would you deny that things would be very different? Brother Jerry, it's one thing for us to shop at Goodwill. It's one thing for us to go to a flea market or a yard sale. And I'm going to say this in the right kind of way. God does not shop like that. God wants the very best. Amen. You say, I'm not giving God my best. Who give you what you got? How did you get what you got? How do you get out of the bed every day? How do you keep your balance? How do you walk? How do you breathe? How do all the faculties of your body function? It's God. Your very best. When you give your first fruits, Brother Trivet, you give your best fruits. Lord brought that to my mind today when I growed that two pound something tomato and I should have known to never bring it to church. All I've got is a picture of it. And Brother Tucker was so lusting after my tomato. And admiring it, looking, he denies it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The Holy Ghost. You say, I preacher, that don't mean nothing. It does to me. It means a lot to me. Amen. I believe God is as honored if me giving them my tomato as if I'd give him a thousand dollars because I minded God and did what God says. God wants your very best. I thought about you, Brother Dem, when you brought me those potatoes you grow this year. Said some of the biggest potatoes you ever grow, and you brought one. Amen. It might have fed your whole family, but it only fed me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But it didn't bother him one bit to bring his very best Amen. and give to the preacher. Amen. The very best. Amen. The very best. Amen. Boy, Brother Jim, God's dealing with my heart about a lot of things. When these preachers come in here, God has let our paths cross in eternity and life. We shouldn't give them our second best. We shouldn't just throw it together. We shouldn't just throw a pack of out-of-dated rich crackers in there. We should give our very best. Amen, amen, amen. If you've got laurel and crackers at the house, amen, and then you've got rich crackers at the house, amen, we keep the laurel in and give them the rich crackers, amen. The very best. God wants the very best. Is this church giving God our very best? Are we giving Ash County our very best? Are we giving our loved ones our very best? Are you praying for your family that's hanging on a thread over the flames of hell? Are you giving them your very best? Are you giving them the second best? God, God wants our very best. 
the best, that of the highest perfection or degree. Amen. Amen. Are you tithing your very best or you're tithing the least amount you can to get by it? My kids has got a little money here lately and asked me, Daddy, what's your tithe? Amen. And, and Brother Aldrin and him took up an offering last week, split it three ways. They all got $40 a piece. And, the, and they're, they're learning. And they said, our tithe is $4. And they said, Daddy, what do you think we should give? And I said, give $5. And they said, Daddy, I said, do you want a $4 blessing or do you want a $5 blessing? Amen. Give your best. Give your best to God. Amen. You'll never go wrong. You say, preacher, why should I give my very best? Look what verse 10. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty. Amen. And the precious shall burst out with new wine. That barns be filled with plenty means that you'll always have plenty to eat. Amen. Amen. Has anybody in here had to do without in the last three or four years? Amen. Somebody help the preacher out now. Amen. There have been times you wondering where this was coming from, where that was coming from. How can we make it here? Amen. But you give God your best. Amen. God's put food on our table, put clothes on our back, shoes on our feet. Some of us are better off now than we was when I come. Amen. Six years ago, God has blessed. You keep giving God your best. Amen. 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 Dear God, that preaching gear. Amen. Amen. Mm. I'm trying to ignore it. Amen. I feel like my transmission is out. I'm trying to take care and skip to where I get this and fixed. Amen. Amen. It is a psychological battle. Amen. 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 God wants our very best. Brother Tuckery wants our very best. Our very best. Amen. God wants our very best. Anything you do for the church, do your very best. Amen. Amen. You deacons ought to be the very best deacons. You Sunday school teachers ought to be the very best Sunday school teachers. Special singers, you ought to be the very best special singer that you can be. Be the best for God. You say, Why? Because a little over 2,000 years ago, God spared not the very, very best that heaven had to offer. He gave his best, his very best to you and I. Brother Jerry, we're not gonna cut corners around here. We're not gonna start slacking up. Amen. Just here in the last little bit, I raised what we give preachers when they come in because we want to give them the very best. Brother Jim, we've still not lacked for anything doing that and taking care of them. Give the very best. Amen. Amen. When these men of God come in here, let's wait on them hand and foot. People come in here, let's love them. Give them the very best. Amen. Amen. We can settle for second best in this world. When it comes to things of God, we must give our very best. Most of the time we give what? Our second best. But the teacher, are we grasping the power of the statement that I just made? We give God the second best. Imagine if everybody got up and give this service their very best. Most of the time, Brother Trivet, we sit around 
and just sit here and give God second best and go home wondering why it wasn't no better than what it was. It's because we ain't giving. Don't you wish you could rewind right now and you at least took five minutes or just a minimum of five minutes and prayed for the services? Have you ever had to stand before people and give a Sunday school lesson, Brother Jim, or something, and, and, and maybe just rush for time or something? You didn't do your best, and you, and you feel like you got done, but I wish I could go back and give better than what I gave and give my best. So we give our second best. Do you know what second best is? It's that which immediately follows the first. Watch this, Brother Trivet. Brother TJ, if we're giving God our second best, Somebody else is getting the very best. That which immediately follows the first is what's second best. I'm letting this soak in. Is everybody getting this tonight? The word second best means it's next in value. Second best means power, second in power. Second best means it's second in rank. You can tell me how you can tell if you give God your second best. If there's always something getting between you and God and keeping you from doing what God says. I'm giving God my best. Nothing keeps us from the house of God. That's what I purpose tomorrow. Because I want God to have the best. Amen. It's the very best. Many times we have, many times we honor the financial institutes before God. Sometimes we honor the, our pleasures before we do God. Here's something that's really bothering me. I hear people all the time say this. Preacher, we weren't able to make our tithe last week. We weren't able to give to God, so we're going to try to make it up. Do you know why you're having to make it up? Because you did not give God the first fruits. You did not give God the best. Amen. I want you to look at a few things. I closed my book. I'm not quite done yet. Sorry. Didn't mean wishful thinking, folk. Wishful thinking. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy precious shall burst out with new wine. Thy barns be filled with plenty. How much do you need? If you got too much in the barn, it's going to rot and go to waste. But you know how much God gives us? Just enough. The second thing is, and our precious shall burst out with new wine. New wine meaning that this is freshly squeezed grape juice. It means that there would be sufficient grapes to keep the wine bursting with grape juice. Amen. In other words, the Bible says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Amen. A few passages of scripture I want to read. Amen. One of them is being Deuteronomy. I believe it is. 28, 28, I believe, that's, I believe that's right. The Bible says, The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee, 
in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. What about that? Amen. Another passage of Scripture. Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy 26, 2. That thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of thy land, that the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shalt put it in a basket, and shalt go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. Amen. Where, Where are we to take those first fruits to? The house of God, amen, where God puts His name, amen. First Corinthians, First Corinthians, a few little scriptures I want to give you here. First Corinthians chapter number 9, verse number 13 and verse number 14. The Bible said, Do you not know that they which minister about holy things live of the things of the temple, and they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar? Even so hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. Amen. Say, why give? Because that's the way God takes care of the work of God. Amen. 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 Now you think about this, and I'm just about done. The first fruits of thine increase. Here, every one of us should get convicted over this. The first thing that should come out of our life is to give to God. Brother Jerry, so many times I hear people say, well, after I paid my bills, I did not have enough to give to God. Brother Jim, that means you're not giving God the first fruits. That means you're giving God leftovers. That means you've eaten the good hot meal for yourself and you've waited to give God the leftovers. It means we've indulged in the goodies, and if there's anything left, that's what we're going to give God. That'd be like me like having somebody as precious as some of you precious people over to my house. And before you get there, me and my family eat all the breasts and all the thighs and all the legs, and the only thing we save you is the wings. That's not first fruits. Amen. Do you see the illustration? Here's what I see. I, I mean, I had somebody tell me the other day, say, Preacher, uh, and uh, I didn't pay my tithe the other day, and God dealt with me, and I'm going back and going to make it up. If you keep a mentality like that, you're going to struggle through life. First fruits. First fruits. First fruits. First fruits. If you get paid every week, you ought to tithe every week. If you get paid every week, you ought to give your missions every week if you can. I believe that. You know why? Because it's the first fruits, putting God first, giving God the very best. Amen. Y'all help me out now. Amen and amen. That's why many people don't have blessings upon their life because they put God second. Amen. 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 Well, I'm struggling to get that point out. Like I really wanted to get it out. Amen. Say, why should I do this? Because number one, it pleases God. Brother Tucker, it pleases God when He sees that we've put Him first. I mean, God sees that. 
If you make $300 a week and you get that paycheck, amen, that's what you brought home, and you write a $30 check, amen, you give that to God first, and you understand you got $270 to take care of everything. I promise you it'll work. But if you spend everything up front and you look and you've only got $20 left over, and that scares you, because you don't want to take your bank account plumb down to zero and you write a check for 10 and give that to God. You're going to carry around a guilty conscience. God's not going to bless you. You've brung a curse not only on the little part, you've brought a curse on all of it. Everything you're touching is a curse because you have not honored God. There's a blessings of the first fruits, amen, of giving God the first things. It honors God, pleases God, Number one, it advances thyself. <laughs> Think about what the preacher's saying. Most of the time we do it the other way because we want to take care of self. But it is a whole lot healthier to honor God. Amen. Then God, amen, will let you be advanced by honoring Him first. Does anybody agree with that? Number three. It not only pleases God, but it glorifies God. And number four, it sustains His work if you put God first. Lord, I'm doing my best. You go, I've put it in our hearts. Do we give God our best? I know a lot of people have trouble because when you preach anything like this, all they, all they can, America is so money oriented that everything revolves around a dollar bill. And you can't preach on giving without somebody saying, we're talking about money. You can't preach on honoring God with your substance without people thinking about money. You can't talk about giving God the first fruits of your increase without people thinking about money. Amen. You better put God first and give Him your very best. There used to be a man I pastored, and I'll never forget, and, and please don't take me wrong in this. I'm not saying this because I want anything. Please don't take me wrong. But that man would not eat any vegetable, any ear of corn, any potato, anything, Miss Lynn, out of his garden until he had brought this preacher the first fruits of his garden. Now I'm not saying that. Y'all don't take me wrong in that. I'm just telling you, that is the mentality that we should have. Please don't take me wrong. I'm not talking about bringing me something. I'm just telling you what the man did. He had such an honor for God and wanted to give God the first fruits of everything that he would not eat his first tomato. Most of us look at that tomato and we, and we know which one's going to come off first. We know which one's going to be the ripest. And we can't wait to chow down on that thing. But that man had such an honor to God that he wouldn't even eat his first fruits out of his garden until he brought them most of the time and give it to the preacher. Now I'm not asking for the first fruits of your garden. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we are to give God our very best. Miss June, 
Do you know how to make Emmanuel Baptist Church the very best? It can only be done by those that give their very best. Emmanuel Baptist Church, whether you realize or not, we are in a battle. But God's still God. And this church will be what you give and I give to God. Thank you for joining us for today's Pulpit Hour, brought to you by The Preaching Channel. To listen to this message once again in its entirety, for a free download of this message or a variety of any other messages, or to listen to preaching 24 hours a day, you can visit The Preaching Channel at wgcrpreaching.net. If you don't have download capabilities, feel free to call and order a CD copy of today's message at 828-884-9427.